and welcome to another Sweet Release Healing episode of the Roundtable After Dark. I am Andrea Lovett of Sweet Release Healing, and tonight we have with us Charity, Antoinette, and Spencer, as well as our fantastic producers, Sharon and Morgan. Uh, big shout out to Morgan for helping me through an existential crisis as I could not get technology to work today. Yay, Mercury. So to continue off our topic of spiritual awakenings, we are talking about those glorious in-between times where you start integrating and people leave and new people come in and then they leave again and how much fun the whole process is for everyone involved. I'll say it. <clears throat> One of my bigger spiritual awakenings, my marriage dissolved. I was like, oh, well, there's that. And I mean, all along, I had, spirit was telling me all along, like, the word divorce came up a lot. The word cheating came up a lot. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Like, really, are you serious? And I could have been smart, but I was like, I want actual proof because I don't want to be crazier than I already am. But anyhow, the last spiritual awakening I had before this last one. So I just had one that finished in like March and that went from October to March. And the one before that, was during COVID where I picked up a fucking Pepsi can, empty can off the street and was like, oh, I should pick this up because it's trash. And the second I tossed it into my recycle bin as I stepped up onto my porch, they were like, spiritual awakening. And I was like, no, I'll go put it back. I'll go put it back. And they were like, no, nah, bitch, too bad. You did the work. That one had a lot of people leaving my life. The reverberations of that one lasted a long time because the actual spiritual awakening that feeling of not being oriented to reality that feeling of standing just slightly outside of my body that things aren't fully real um and even during this time my daughter was like i've been looking up spiritual awakenings and i think that this is what's happening right now and i was like bitch i can relate to this conversation with you um so when we were having this whole talk it just occurred to me that it just occurred to me that this was a hard topic for everyone. And a lot of people go through this, like a lot of people go through this and excuse me, while my 17 year old child is deciding to mime to me as I'm talking and can't have the patience to wait for me to stop talking, to tell me what he's doing, like 17 years old. Are you mm, sorry? Sidebar. But that spiritual awakening for me, and I think mine might have even triggered her, just happened at the same time, like mine was ending and hers was starting. The after effects of that, I'm going to call it the afterglow. Because it was, it's not necessarily glow like from like a firefly or star. It was a glow like nuclear fucking winter had just descended on my life. And it was, yes, like it was a nuke. It was like, wham. And I was like, holy fucking shit. That was huge for me. It was a huge turning point for me. And I, I chopped off my hair. Couldn't stand it anymore. Felt foreign, felt wrong. Chopped off my hair. Took some huge boundaries like put them in place hard 
everyone around me was having a hard time. I was getting hate left, right, and center from family, from friends, from everyone. It's always got to be your way. It can't be our way. It's your way or the highway. And I'm like, it's my kid. It's my house. It's my life. It's my time. Why wouldn't it be? That spiritual awakening showed me how many people had free access to me whenever they wanted it to. And that it was taking huge chunks of me out of me that I just, I couldn't flourish and I couldn't build sweet release healing off of that kind of energy of being everything to everyone and nothing to myself. The after effect of that one was some of the most painful moments of my entire life. The year after that, that was the year where every relationship I had hit ahead, every single one. And it was so, I cried all the time, but the message was there and it was so loud and clear of stay firm, stay steady. Don't, don't give, don't stay right here where you are. And they kept showing me, um, two combat boots and they'd be like, boom, boom on the ground. And there'd be the same image I got over again. Boom, boom. These two combat boots. And it was like, bitch, you are two freaking feet on the ground. You are boots on the ground. You are here. And it never ceased to amaze me that they were combat boots and they felt like it was dusty war going on around that I had signed up to step into it. And it was like that. This new spiritual awakening though, this like that one that took like six months to cycle out. This one, that one shook up the exterior. This one's shaking up the interior. Hard, hard. And it's not in a cryy way. I mean, I still cry and everything every once in a while when I need it, but this is like a, I, I don't even know how to describe this one. It's almost like royalty. Cause it's like, bitch, you're in charge. Fucking act like it. Where are you going to put your armies? Where are you going to put your people? Where's your council? What are you doing next in your kingdom? Pull your shit together. This one has been easier, but also rougher because now I'm the only thing in my own way and I have to face that and it hurts. <laughs> Sharon's calling me a princess in chat and it's true. I am. I get very princessy. With, the, with this spiritual awakening, I have been very princessy. How dare they talk to me like this? Yada, yada, yada. How dare they not see my worth immediately and fall in love with me two seconds in? How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> I think in, in my more recent ones, like I've, I've lost someone significant right a brother who we we're so close um but i think the hardest thing is is like i've i've learned a lot but it's been hit in the relationships and like watching people go when relationships is literally my my language and like being forced to realize that like 
kind of like you were saying, it, it's me now, right? Like, here you go. Like, it's time for you to step into it. And it's time for you to, to work. And it, it, it's been so easy to like rely on other people to wait for people's praise to wait for people's like, uh, pushes and that kind of stuff. But now I can't do that anymore. And it's it's like even like I've recently received the title of a provider, right, through my de my degree, and that is something that I never thought I would be. But yeah, I'm the most prepared that I've ever been, and it's been through all of this hurt, all of this trials, all of these people leaving, and now I'm ready to step into that title. And it, it, there's imposter syndrome that hits pretty hard. And I don't know if you if you guys have experienced that, like the just am I, am I ready, right? But I think the hard part about imposter syndrome in a spiritual setting is we're not just stepping into it in the physical humanity; we're stepping into it spiritually, right? Like there's there's two different sides of imposter now. <laughs> like I'm not ready to to help other people spiritually. I'm not ready to have them rely on me for information and help and guidance. But then uh, there's a part of me that's like, it's it's like the quietest voice at the back of my head back here. I hear, shut up. Like, you're ready. You're ready. And I, and I don't know. Well, realistically, spirit doesn't put us into any situations that we're not ready for. Right. If we don't already have it inside of us and it's not for us, we're not going to have it in our reality. Like think about how many things don't come into your reality in a day because you've already learned from them in previous lives or this life, things that we've let go of. Like my ex-husband is no longer in this reality. Barely, barely, barely. It's, it's gone. Right you wouldn't be put into the position if you weren't ready for it. I have a quote. Let me find it so I don't misquote it. <laughs> uh, this. I know. Do we have a Jeopardy theme? Yeah. Can only play ten seconds of it, but still. Oh no! No, not 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 Roosevelt. It's not from Roosevelt. Uh, this is actually since we're going off of uh, Spencer's trauma awakening. The last thing my brother quoted at me was um, this: "Our deepest fear is that we are not, or our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure." Right. So it's our deepest mm -hmm. fear is not that we are mm -hmm. inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. It's a good one. Yeah. That was so fitting. I've for years said, because mm -hmm. I used to get asked, like, why aren't you a manager? Why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? And I'd be like, I don't want responsibilities my whole life I've been running from responsibility and I've been in this last year, I'm just like, holy shit, I have responsibilities that I'm actually like other people's 
stuff depends on my responsibilities and it's like whoa 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 (laughs) am I ready for this but then too at the same time I know like yeah I am this is where I wanted to be and so with that comes those responsibilities could you imagine if all of us actually believed like in the power of our light and what we could do like all of us just just here just with that <clears throat> like if we just didn't fear it while you're talking about it i'm just i, I don't know what she said morgan but just thinking about it like it would be phenomenal what we could do together but that fear of it it just stops me a lot of times i i i, I and I completely agree. Like, <clears throat> you're never going to have anything that you're not ready for. No one's ever going to come into your life that you're not going to be prepared to handle. I don't care what it is. It could be, let's say, a good thing or consider it a bad thing. It could be an experience where somebody's being really weird to you, but then all of a sudden you show patience and kindness and grace, and all of a sudden they see a spiritual side that they've never seen before, and you move forward. Like, it's this kind of thing in that light. But I lost my track of shit. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Fuck. God damn it. I lost that whole line. You'll get it back. Yeah, I'll catch it in a minute. You're talking about all of us having our light and owning it and not being afraid of it. And imagine what we could do with it. Like, in each experience, yes, you will always be prepared, Spencer, for whatever comes before you. Always, no matter what it is. Even if you think it's a shitty situation. You'll always be prepared for it because you'll never have anything you cannot handle in one way or another. And if you actually let your light shine the way it should and stand and sit in your power, it'll go. Swear to Not God. everything in me wanting to fight with her and be like, I fucking do. Well, that was directed at you and everybody else. <laughs> and me. Yay! <laughs> one of us is gonna okay, let's, let's use our gifts and let's go on that line. Let's go with it. Okay. What would it look like? Four. How much of our light... How much of our light are we actually going to percentage? Zero to 100. Are we actually acknowledging and actually, ooh, I don't like that number. Um, oh, 60. I'm like, fuck off. Ooh, okay. This is what I can do with 60%. Imagine what I could do if I got to 80. Uh-huh. I like that. I could get to 80. 100 is a lot. Let's go to 80. But what would our lives look like? And we can play around and do it with each other if we give each other permission, which I give you guys full permission. It's fine. But how much fun would we have in our lives? How much would we learn? A ton. Spencer would would stand a lot taller. Yeah. Yeah. I got the word infinite. And I, it's so interesting that you brought this up, this this whole train of thought. Because this is something I've been playing with lately on how to make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I've been noticing things just things just come easier and easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah. The it ease will. of it all. The ease that being still and in that peace and the ease of it. Yeah. So that word has come up for me. For several days now, I did a meditation. Well, actually, it wasn't a meditation. It's this lady named Mary Kate on YouTube, and I fucking love her. 
she does this one about like raising your vibration and manifesting even faster. And she was like, it's not about staying happy. It's not about constantly staying in the flow of it. It's about meeting it with ease and tell me spirit hasn't been like, that's the word ease. And I'm like, because they were telling me, they were like, relax, relax. And I'm like, I'm a high, strong Libra with PTSD. I do not know how to relax. Are you shitting me? And they've been telling me ease like remind me every time I slip out of it they're like ease I'm like okay 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 and I have I'm a smart little bunny though on my phone is the note section and tell me I didn't write down a whole bunch of affirmations for my motherfucking self to help me step into this and help me do it Tate's gonna be wicked proud of me right now are you ready are you ready ready. let's see okay I'm extremely attractive and magnetic to everything I want and desire Everything I want and desire wants and desires me more. I love that one. Everything I want and desire wants and desires me more. I felt that it one. Is here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to get better. It is here. It is certain. And it is just part of who I am. That came up while I was in the bath today. Like I took salt bath and they were like, it is here. It is certain. And it is just part of who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or when, I just know that it will. Yes. That's from Mary Kate. She's good. I always see evidence of this in my reality and easily take inspired action. Mm-hmm. I love that one from her too. This one is also from her. I have created it and the physical form has no choice but to show up for me. Yes. It is not a matter of if, but a matter of when. Right. It's certain and it's real. And this one, I think we don't, I don't think we value this next one enough. I'm ready to receive. Yeah. Cause we, we don't think we deserve to receive the things we actually want. Mm-hmm. Spencer. That's a big one. <clears throat> you just calling out Spencer on that. I totally called out Spencer cause I love him. <laughs> well, I love him too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> fair, that's fair. But yeah, we don't believe no. we deserve it. Yeah. I think the deserving thing though is like, there's expectations with that, right? Well, okay. So what about this one? I am open and ready to see physical evidence of this in my reality now. That means it could trickle in or it could hit you all at once. If it trickles in, you know, it's easier to accept than if it hits you all at once, right? And then I've got a bunch more, but this is the last one I'm going to leave you with because I genuinely love this one. Magic and miracles are my standard. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I right mm-hmm, that's nice yeah here for these i'm really 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 here for these and they've i've only been working them for maybe a week i think and i'm standing taller and when yeah. i stand taller i feel that push behind me of spirit of like yep now go go i think too on top of not believing that we des- that we deserve what we want it's this idea that we've been brought up in that we have to struggle to get there and that's one thing that i'm realizing like no we really don't (laughs) not to pull away from your point because you're right we don't have to struggle to get there but morgan put something i'm sorry spencer put something in the chat is this that andrea channels the hard truth of what each of us could do at 80 percent plus night ha 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 and i'm like oh you said it 
you said it because it was on the wings and I was like, nobody's asking, nobody's asking, nobody's asking. We're not going to do that. And then here he comes in. I'm like, yep. Yep. But I think we're probably going to end up going there tonight. How can we use these spiritual awakenings? All that we're learning, all the in-between times to reach at least 80%. And Morgan's right. You poke the bear. You know what happens when you poke the bear. I, and I, I think a big part of it too, though, is, is like, there's a reason why it's me, Charity and Antoinette and Andrea tonight, right? Like, we're ready, right? It, it's like yeah. what we said earlier. It is. We're, we're here. Yeah. And like Sharon's child of this podcast, like it was created for people, right? And we're ready. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, I think saying I'm ready is hard for a lot of people right because that means change and we don't like change humans don't like change but we're not we're ready of course we're ready or we wouldn't be here again we would not be here i so i'm not sure if you guys know how sharon and i set up the schedule for the podcast we quite literally have my giant handy dandy calendar and her notebook Mm -hmm. and we just say, okay, this night, we don't have anything here. What about this person, this person, this person? Oh, this person hasn't been on in a while. We have to go through the rotation of everybody. Right. And then we yeah. start pulling the blocks in together. And she's like, well, what about this? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that person too. And we just literally let spirit guide us. That's good. Who's going where? And then when we have who's going where, that's when we add in the topics next. <laughs> we don't do them all at the same time. It all goes in. And then we go through afterwards uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell them why you're laughing tell all the listeners why you're laughing you goobers Spencer said I'm getting the baptism of fire <laughs> welcome Antoinette to yep. the very first yep it's <laughs> my second Oh, yeah, Spencer. But it's my first time with you two. (laughs) That's right. That's true. (laughs) Okay. Do we want to go down this line of what it looks like? Sharon saying yes. 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 What are you asking for? What does it look like if everybody uses 80%? Yeah, because 100% is, it's not that it's. Can us as humans, are we, are we actually able to hit 100% with our human bodies? Like, yes. We can? Yeah, but it's going to be hard. Okay. This is easier. They're like, 80% is easier. Like, this is easier. <laughs> Like quite literally with the hand movements too, like this is easier and like this is attainable because us reaching, first of all, we have to remember that it's, if we're reaching hundred percent of what we can do is we are still under the confines of the consciousness of the planet, which is still at a 33%. So we're not outside of that bubble. We're still where the highest of humanity can reach. So it's not, sorry, it's not the highest. It's actually the midstream. 
Yeah, it's the middle. So my, my bad, stick with the middle, not the lowest, but not the highest. Um, they said the highest is too hard for you. There's only like five of them on the planet and it's struggle enough for you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's a little rude. I think it's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, it's, it is fair. Yeah. I mean, it's fair, but still. Did that trigger that competitive uh, thing? <laughs> like, yeah, I can. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Why aren't I one of them? <laughs> That's a good thing. Why aren't I one of the five? But I'm the prettiest, right? Like, <laughs> it starts again. Does that mean you're the sixth best? Oh. Can I take seventh and at least have, like, the the spirituality divinity number? Because you know, seventh yeah. still. Yeah, there is my princess traits right there. I'm a Libra. I am a Libra. That's okay. Like, we're, just, we're just saying it's just that's the princess part. That's it. <clears throat> it's you know, like okay. Sidebar: This dude broke up with me, ish, and he was just like, he was staring at me, and I was like, "The fuck are you staring at me for?" And he goes, "Just." eyes are so pretty but we're just definitely not going to work out and i was like but you said my eyes are pretty well yeah i would have had the opposite reaction i would have been like how the are you saying this to me right now don't you even look at my eyes <laughs> no i was just like <laughs> I, I did the double gaze thing i was like really <laughs> Because I'm, I'm toxic. I'm a problem. Well, part of me knows damn well. If he was looking at how pretty my eyes are, if I make him even prettier as I walk out that door, that's going to haunt him forever. But also he called me pretty. So there's that. Yeah, I'm that. I am. I am that person. Okay. Anyhow. I know. I know. We love my sidebars. Look how crazy Andrea is. You have to be. <laughs> I'm. I like to say I'm fun, actually. You are. I'm so fun. <laughs> I am so fun. You never know which way I'm going to go. I'm super fun. So anyhow, back to this. We can do 80% relatively comfortably if we get the fuck over our own fears. And fear is the number one holder backer of all of us because we question too heavily if um, if it's going to work out, if we're good enough for it, if we can do it in the first place. And <laughs> they're like, that's stupid because obviously you can, or we wouldn't bring it to you. And we're like, they're, they're like quite literally, like there's a platter in front and there's all this stuff on it. And they're like, quite literally. And it's not just foods on it. It's trinkets too. It's like little pieces of, there's like this one piece that looks like a circle with a wooden spike through it, but it's the spike is the same. It doesn't narrow in, you know what I mean? And the circle spins on it. And I think it's a representation of the world and energy flowing through the world, but I'm not sure how this looks. Um, it's just wooden and it looks very old. So they're like, own it. Um, there's definitely like seashells and buttons on it too. And grapes. There's a lot of grapes on this one. They're big, fat, brown ones. Uh, let the juices flow through. Um, you're supposed to take multiple things on it. You're not supposed to just take one. That's another thing why you're not at 80%. You're not supposed to just pick one. Pick it all. Mm. Because the second you pick it off, there's another one that regrows in its place. So you're fine. Just take it. Stop Stop worrying about being selfish. Stop worrying about being self-serving and not enough for other people. Of course, there's enough for other people. Take it. Uh, Charity? 
What? <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, yes or no, baby. Yeah, go ahead. Just okay. Throw it out. They went to you first. Um, because you're surprisingly the highest of all of us, including me. What? Because you see it for other people, but you don't use it for yourself. You see it for yourself, but you don't use it for yourself. But you see it. You especially see it for other people. And you see that reflected in you. You know how to use it. You already know. But you choose not to. Give someone else a chance. Yeah. That's got to stop. Stop giving other chances. They, they don't need your space in line and they don't deserve your space in line. Stop going to the back of the line to give them your space. Stop it. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I did. All right. I'll stop. I did warn you. It's fine. Just let me vent. It's fine. I need to get it. It's fine. I promise. I promise. It's fine. I just, everything you said is true. I just it's don't fine. Acknowledge. I'm fine. fine. Everything's fine. It's not fine though, is it? No. You snuff out your own candle every time you huff. They're backing off of you. They're like, sh they're like, she's closing. <laughs> they're like, hold on. <laughs> I can't sit still tonight. Damn it. Huh, someone said, we got to get this showboat on the road. And I'm pulled to Antoinette. Oh, I just got read the riot act too. Shit. I was like. Does everybody, this is like the round table though, and I'm taking over it. And does everybody even want me to channel through this? And I was like, hold on, shouldn't other people talk? And they went, and that's your problem. I was like, okay. Okay. Oh, I'm never exempt from these things. Don't ever yeah. think I never. Mm -mm. No, they'll freaking read me the riot act in two seconds. They're like, bitch, you deserve it. Like with the fucking finger snap and the finger. Like, yeah, you deserve that. Um, Antoinette such a soft heart and you play everything so small and no you don't have to harden your heart it doesn't have to turn to stone for you to uh step up and realize your power it doesn't need to be, you don't have to be stronger and you don't have to um you don't need a heart of stone to be able to do what you need to do because that heart of stone is just going to crack and then it's just the whole thing is going to disintegrate it's better for you to just keep the the original organ pumping and soft and pliable and moving because mm -hmm. um, it has more elasticity. It, um, it functions and it flows perfectly the way it is. Why do you think that you need to change it? We made you perfect as you are. Mm. I know that stung. I know that stung because that, that hit my stomach like that. Woo. <laughs> I know. I'm going to cry. That hit my, uh, that hit me. Don't cry. Cause then I'll start. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to, but that caught me. Like that went straight from my throat, my solar plexus. And I know that these two chakras are really important for you. Solar plexus and my throat that went for both of them. Baby, you need to start speaking from your truth and not worrying about how it harms and hurts other people. Let it. Cause you deny them the truth for far too long. 
Um, and that is part of that hardening the heart process, as you say, I'm not going to tell them I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm just going to keep quiet into my own business. And they're not actually asking me for this. And you keep pulling back and back and back waiting for permission. And it's like, that's not, that's not coming. That permission is not coming because you're, you're surrounded by and dealing with and in a family of beings that don't get it in the first place. So how can they get permission for something they don't know and they don't understand? Like, how can that even happen? Makes a lot of sense. Okay, good. Because I don't know what they're talking about. I'm just watching the visuals. I'm just going with the knowing and the visuals on this one. I'm just fucking free balling. They went to me. They were like, and that's good. <laughs> that's good. There you go. The, the finger and the snap is killing me tonight. I'm like, y'all are here for this, aren't you? Everybody good so far? Good. Didn't break anybody, right? Didn't yeah. break in. Okay. No. They went, who cares? We'll put them back together. Stop worrying about breaking people. And I'm like, it's, it's just hard to face when you make me say things. But watch people's faces crumble because I'm going to Spencer next and he already knows. <sighs> when the fuck are we getting over this cycle? <clears throat> Soften up. No. Give when it. the heck are we getting over this cycle? Okay. Um, the wheel needs to turn. The wheel needs to turn. And when the wheel turns, um, so there's this water wheel and it's on attached to an old house and it is like, it's trying so hard to spin with the water pushing it and it's all in function. It's all fine, but you're standing on it and you're acting like, um, Joker, Loki, Pied Piper, like dancing on the rungs and you're stopping them. Cause every time you put a step back, it pushes the wheel back and then you step forward and it's like, maybe I'll go forward. Just kidding. I'm stepping back. And you're delighted and laughing this whole time. Meanwhile, um, there's a woman in the house who is representative of your, of like your spirit team and everybody who's waiting for you is they need you to get the fuck off the wheel because that turns the grain and makes the bread and feeds the people. They need you to get out of, stop it, get out of the way, go. And then I see you slide down off of it. And it's like, it's this green suit jacket when it's like nicely tailored, it's tight fit. It's got like velvet on it. It's very flashy. And it's got these funky whimsical tails on it too. And you jump down and you're like, ta-da. And you put on a hat and you've got a scepter and you're just like, yes, like gloved up and everything. And then they're like, you need, and then you go to walk off. People are pissed. They're like, what the fuck? Excuse me. But then all of a sudden the image shifts and changes and I'm back, I'm back in modern time and it's you in just jeans and a white t-shirt. Um, just very simple. Those aren't jeans, are they? All right. Pants and white t-shirt. Um, I'm struggling with what, what the pants are and I'm getting stuck on them. It's not sweatpants. Maybe it's not khakis cause they're not like that, but they're like a dressy pant. Um, it's casual dressy pants, like a dark brown. Anyhow. Um, 
but you stand very tall, very tall. Your back is straight. You do have a just the tiniest bit of a smirky smile on your face as you look around at everyone and you're just like, yeah. But in your mind is playing that song, um, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, because you know you are and you know you need to be. And you know that you being the man and owning that means that all these people who are looking to you, now they're all in like seats, are here looking to you for guidance. And you're there's not a drip of fear. It's, I know my shit. I'm already here. They're here for me. Cool, I'm going to give it to them. And then I'm going to go about my daily life. It's just bam, 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 bam. Fear doesn't come into this, but when it does, you go jogging. It's just like a five-minute jog. It's real quick. It's not a lot. It's just. And it's like you get it out of your body. Because when you get it out of your body, it's out of your head. You catch it in your body first. You know that your fear comes up in your chest first before it travels up to your head. You already know this and you, oh, you fight it. You, you clam up, you turtle in and it holds it there, makes it tighter. It makes it swell everywhere. It goes through all the limbs, all the head. And it's toxic. It's sepsis. Makes you sick. You used to bottle it and put it on a shelf. But somehow you started drinking from the bottle. And you hate it. But it's almost like you're addicted to it now at this point of like um, self-depreciation, self-loathing, talking down to yourself. Um, that's where your fears are coming in heavier. Um, because you keep drinking from that bottle of self-loathing of all the toxic traits you put away and said, I'm not doing this anymore, but you're sipping from it now. Um, that's where that, what is that word you said, um, where you feel like a fraud and you're not allowed to, thank you. So imposter syndrome is something I had to deal with and I literally forget it all the time. I forget what the word even is because it's so far out of my space and you have to do the same thing. That's where the imposter syndrome comes from, is you keep sipping from that bottle. And it quite literally looks like the old fashioned, like the bobble one with the small top. Like it looks like something out of like um, Snow White, where she's making all those concoctions. And it's, it's a wicked dark green, like almost black, and it's bubbly and it's thick. And you keep taking these sips off of it and it's become an addiction. You know, it's not good for you. You know, you don't want it. You don't even like the flavor of it and you still do it. That's where you get to your 80% okay all you have to do is stop it by the way all you have to do is just not do that you just keep it on the shelf it was fine on the shelf it doesn't need to come down it's not too heavy it's all right if it collects dust it's fine you don't need to take it out and look at it again for me i have to stop getting in my own way by putting other people in front of me I have to do the same thing. I have to stop worrying about if I'm making too many of the same message videos. I have to worry about saying the same thing over and over again. And I always worry about coming up with like fresh content, fresh, 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 fresh all the time. That's a fear I hold that I don't need to. I definitely don't need to do that. I just need to stand in my power. It's stillness. <laughs> Pointed to charity. It's stillness. Yeah. 
because the last few days as I've been really practicing stillness with charity, my videos on TikTok have been really inspired by spirit, like really deeply inspired by spirit. And then I'm doing a couple of um, filters because they're fun for me. And then they're like, that's cool. Let's just like keep having fun and be silly about it. This is awesome. Um, but my videos are becoming more and more inspired by spirit, even more so than ever before. And they've been pretty heavily influenced by spirit as obviously. You're like, stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about it. Stop worrying about it. And I do this thing where I'm constantly looking to the next because I want to avoid that void space inside. Oh, that stung. That stung. I avoid myself. Until I stop doing that, nothing is going to work out more than 70% for me, which is why I'm not on stage yet. Because for me to get on stage means I have to be okay and comfortable in my body fully and not just talk it, but actually feel it and not be worried about other people thinking whatever they think about my body, my body shape, any of it. And I have to let the voices of the past go that have ingrained that in themselves and me. Huh. Everybody okay? Good. Since Sharon and Morgan are in the producer seat, I will give them more choice. You guys could have said no at any time, by the way. No, no, I'm, I'm here for it. How else am I going to learn? Sharon's giving me the mama stare. The go ahead, do it. Go for it. Go for yeah, it. Let's do it. Sharon said, "Yeah, let's do it." Sharon yeah. said, "All about more knowledge." Yeah, let's learn something tonight. So, yeah, let's look. Let's learn. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. for Sharon. What does her eighty percent look like? Her eighty percent consciousness. Her eighty percent owning her light and her power. Fearless driving. No, we're doing this. No, we're going here. No, that's what we're doing. In the face of anybody. No, no relaxation. Not relaxing. Not. It's not a relaxation. Like calmness and taking the needed time out for self. It's the relaxation of resting on the laurels in fear and huddled down. Because I keep seeing you on your, okay, so you stand on your toes and then you like squat down and you get into a corner that's dark and you pull everything in. And it's so uncomfortable, but you call that resting. And they're like, no more resting. Because even your resting isn't comfortable. Nature time, yes. Nature being. Nature, nature outside time, yes. What would Sharon do and look like on a daily basis if she was at 80% using her light and understanding herself? That was glorious. That. <laughs> so you were kind of standing in a desert-ish. 
and he looked like you but glowy and warm and then all of a sudden it was like this like i really wanted to it was like i don't know like supernova it was so bright so mm -hmm. bright so what does she need to do put down the fear stop your practical nature actually is fear she knows this already Every time you fuss at human at, at spirit for the human stuff and say, I need X, Y, and Z in place first. That's a no. No, you don't. We got you. You don't. No faith, no trust. Mm. Mm, it's not no. It's not no. Because you do in some things very much so in some things. So it's like 100% in some things. It's just the more human-y, the more it touches on that um, wound of yours that festers and you think it's scabbed over, but then it keeps ripping open. It keeps tapping on it. They keep tapping on it so it won't heal. Because if they tap on it and it won't heal, it'll call your attention to the fact that you need to create the healing for it. You have free fall. You trust the free fall. And then they brought me right back to the desert where you were standing there and you went, and then all of a sudden you ignited yourself. You did it yourself. Charity, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Baby. Yeah, I know. Sharon, Sharon says she's not good either. She's like, no, 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 no. Is everybody okay? Take a breath, take a pause, check your light. Is everybody okay? When you were talking about Sharon, I get getting this picture. Like, Sharon, I don't know if you do like any kind of practice or anything but got this picture of you doing something on the magic side of things and just like being right on the precipice of being a total badass like holy shit <laughs> just this mental image that I got was just like damn <laughs> are we okay I know we're okay. <clears throat> All right. Morgan, are you ready or are you declining? It's going to sting. I'll warn you. She says she says she'll do it. Okay. You're going to you're going to need your emotional support blanket. You're going to need a warm blanket that's heavy after this. Okay. Okay. Good. She's got it. She's got her blankie. You're going to have to wrap up tight, especially around your shoulders after this. You cling to fear and you wear it as a shield. And you create your own reasons to be rejected, which solidifies that fear which makes you cling to the shield tighter and says, ha ha, I was right. When really you're not right, you're just missing the bigger picture. But you do this thing where you narrow in on something very, very tiny to substantiate that belief that you are not good enough and you deserve 
rejection, to be rejected. You deserve to be pushed to the side. You deserve to not be compensated right and well, and that you have to do the steps and you have to do the teamwork. Um, that you have to go through the trials and tribulations, like you have to pay your dues first before you're allowed to do things. And none of that is true. I don't want to say this next part. Um, none of that is true. None of the storyline you tell yourself is true. The one that is, is the one that you've recently started telling yourself, I'm a badass. Look how fucking great I am. Look how well I did this. Look how amazing this is. There's inklings of you saying that here and there that needs more. Needs, needs more, yeah, uh, needs more self-fulfilling prophecies in the way you actually want them to be because you're master manifester. But like me, you only create when you're in need, like when it's getting really low because you don't want to take someone else's spot in line. And what if it doesn't come from somebody else? And what if I'm not worth it? What if it took food out of a child's mouth? What if it took money out of a single mom's hands? That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Uh, claim your space in line because it's not a line of people front to back. It's a line of people shoulder to shoulder and whoever needs steps forward and that need is solidified and then they step back in the line, but no one steps back. No one goes without unless they choose to, and you choose to go without. And they're kind of sitting here going, why, why, why? Like the cocked head and everything. Why? You don't deserve that. Yeah. They said that again, that's reverberating. You don't deserve that. Claim your space in line. Claim your space on this planet in this life. Mm, not a small little mouse. Big like elephant. You okay, Morgan? I did warn you, you were going to need that emotional support blanket. Are you okay? She just gave me a very slow thumbs up and I don't like that. Now I want to hug her because now I feel bad. And they're like, stop it. You can't help it. This is why I feel bad. Is everybody okay? Yeah. I know you all are okay because I know you can handle the message. I just know that in the moment when it stings and we ask the questions, what can I do to be at 80% using my light? What needs to shift and change in my life? What needs to come? What needs to go? It's a hard question for all of us to face. It was hard for me. It was a stingy one for me as I'm sitting here really wanting to like over explain and coddle everyone and be like, are you sure you're sure you're sure? Because I'm terrified that you guys are going to leave. I get scared that like, I'm going to one day I'm going to say the thing and they go, nope, fuck you. But I have to trust and not be weary of that to understand that I have been 
so much of my authentic self that people already know. They already understand me and they already know. They know what they're getting with me. They're not going to leave because they know. And they said, yes. Oh, we absolutely know. Right. And, and I always want the truth from you. I don't care what it is. That's the only way I'm going to learn and get better. I don't care if I'm crying over here. Just give me a minute to breathe and then I'll get back with you. And if you're tearing down my structures, then I need you to so I can build them back. It may suck in the moment and I may cry for an hour later. But guess what? I'll be fine and I'll be texting you some bullshit later. It's just part of the learning process. And it's like Spencer said earlier, if we weren't ready for it, I wouldn't be sitting here tonight. Very Somebody true. Somebody else would have been here it's while you did this for them part of the spiral it's part of the wheel of churning yeah. forward, moving forward yeah like I, I mean i don't know i think i think i think we're good where'd morgan go oh <laughs> i know morgan's off the screen now okay. <laughs> she's like here okay i'm here okay. but <laughs> so this i mean if this needs to be cut out it's just i I was getting something very strong there at the end um, for Morgan. And I, it's complicated, <laughs> but as simply as I can say it, it's not all the things that you do for other people that are going to be your reputation or make you recognizable. It's who you are to people that is going to be your reputation and what is standing out. That's a nice job. Hey, I like that because I think all of us can literally sit here and say how much Morgan means to us, right? And it's it's not like what she's done for us. It's like who she is for us. And like the things that she's done for us plays into it. But I, I hold Morgan on a pretty high pedestal. Like, and I think we all kind of feel that way. I do with Morgan. I mean, it's the Morgan. Mm -hmm. I mean, kids in Canada, I've never met her a day in my life, but I care so much for her because I know it's the Morgan. I just try to get her to see that sometimes because I love the Morgan. We do. Yeah, absolutely. We love the Morgan. Is there anything I missed in how everyone can get to 80%? I mean, just the whole part of like, how do I put it back on the shelf and how do I get over the fear and how do I stop dancing all the way? Yeah. <laughs> like, how like, do okay. get to that part? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's literally one day yeah. at a time. Yeah. It starts out one moment at a time and then it goes to one day at a time. It's catching yourself in the moment of doing it counteractive and counterintuitive. And then it goes to a day at a time but nothing beyond a day at a time. Cause I said, does it go to like a week, a month after that? And they said, no, a day at a time is optimum. Just a day at a time because you can still be at 80% and dance on the wheel. If the majority of your day, you haven't been or the day before it's cumulative. It's cumulative. Yeah. It's cumulative. And I, th I think just this conversation alone, like realizing it, like, was healing enough, right? To to get that 
I almost said will going, right? Um, but to like get that, the fear to stop, right? Like, and I love that it, it kind of hit each of us differently. You gave me a very visual thing that worked for me, right? And it goes kind of back to like what we all kind of, how we hear it and how we need to hear it. Mm -hmm. I love you guys. Thank you for being so a huge part of Sweet Release Healing. We're going to stop here because I'm, I think we've had enough. <laughs> but I do encourage everybody listening to talk to your highest self and spirit guides and ask them, where are you at in shining your light? Where are you at in putting everything you have been granted and gifted with in your spiritual awakenings to work on a daily basis in your life? How would they have you get to your 80%? Thank you so much to Charity, Antoinette, and Spencer for joining me tonight in this beautiful discussion. And thank you so much for Sharon and Morgan for being amazing individuals. And I could not do this without all of you. I love you so much. And it is 9.33. We're going to stick with that 33 and the nine energy. I love you all for listening. This has been another episode of the Sweet Release Healing Roundtable After Dark. I'm Andrea Lovett with Sweet Release Healing. And if you ever need us, sweetreleasehealing.com is where we'll, you will find us. Love you all. Thank you. Be good to yourselves and each other. Mwah.